0: Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan.
1: Great thanks and welcome on board the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Marks. Groundhog Day all over again.
2: <laughs> it is? Yes. In what way? Well, didn't you see the best commercial? Everybody's conceding the best commercial was the one where Bill Murray does for a car Mm -hmm. company that I won't mention since it's competing to our sponsor. (laughs) Uh, But they did a take of Groundhog Day, brought some of the original cast members back, including Ryerson and uh, the guy who uh, took control of the Groundhog. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It was funny.
1: Yeah, it was well done. Plus, it showed a bicycle in the snow with big, fat tires, so it's good to promote bicycling. Right. (laughs) And and the uh, bicyclist, uh, the Mm -hmm. Groundhog, had a little helmet
2: for that. And in the closing scene... uh, Bill Murray has the groundhog in one of those baby holders around his neck saying, I don't know where I parked. I was following you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they're skiing. All right. Well, welcome on board, everybody. That is the first question of the day. We're not going to talk about impeachment immediately. (laughs) <laughs> we'll wait a little bit. Are you playing
2: a lullaby over there? Is no, that that my is? phone just went off. It's okay. Well, could, do you know how to silence your phone? I do, but I can't silence the little beep if somebody sends me a text.
1: I'm afraid. In fact, you can. You just don't not know Not on how. my phone. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> your phone doesn't have a do not disturb mode. I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, no, well but Joe... I choose to be
2: disturbed. Oh, I, I am see. disturbed. Many people <laughs> say I'm disturbed.
1: <laughs> right. I was going to say it. All right. Well, that admission is the first step to rehabilitation. So. Is that
2: really? Okay. Well, then July. I'm on the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Joe McGranahan is our super-duper co-host here. He's the mayor of Shemokin Dam. Despite uh, his uh, recalcitrant or uh, conservative leanings and his uh, blind support uh, of uh, our president, uh, he is an objective so, and Where do you get blind fabulous. support? I
2: criticize the president over a number of issues. <laughs> okay. It's hardly blind.
1: Right. His hair looks silly. Nothing substantial. I have no okay. hair. <laughs> okay, him. Him, not you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Joe's hair looks silly, too, but that's all right. That's normal. So, um, anyway, we digress. But anyway, so Joe is here. Joe's back on the show. So if you want And it's
2: February. May I say you are strikingly handsome today. Thank you. You got that in got early. Got that out of the way from till March now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, all
1: right. We'll let that go. Um, let's see. What else can we tell you? Yeah, well, let's talk about the Super Bowl commercials. So let me introduce the show, and then what was your favorite? Was it when they were trying to park the car in Boston, or? Um, got say that
3: right, Boston.
1: Both, Boston? Because they all
3: had those accents. Boston. Park yes. the car in Boston.
1: My, th- my lovely... Park br- the car. Park the car. My lovely bride thought the Google ad was tearful, where the guy's reminiscing about his bride using Google. I, why you'd have all your photos uploaded to Google, I'm not quite sure how that was working, but uh seemed to work for him. So uh, what was your favorite ad, and what was the real loser? <laughs> I think uh, nobody bought into the fact that the planter's peanut might die. And then, of course, when he came back to life, nobody was surprised. So... A resurrected peanut is hardly yeah. the theme of a commercial I want to see. <laughs> right. The squirrels might like them, but that's about it. So what's your favorite? Call us now,
2: 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. That's I like I like the one. one. What? i got to tell you this one. is funny. Uh, the fellow who did this analysis of the commercials talked about the Snickers commercial, said it's not clear what a giant Snickers bar would do to solve all the world's ills other than perhaps give it diabetes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Oh, they bury That's right. They're they, they, a hole. Did they dig the hole, or did the hole just open up?
2: I don't know. I didn't see that commercial. No. I, I got the feeling
3: there. they dug the hole okay. because they figured putting Snickers in the ground would make life better.
2: Okay, yeah, because the earth is struggling. Baring Snickers. Right. So you right. It's your
1: favorite commercial or your least favorite commercial, please uh, give us a buzz. And uh, you are welcome throughout this show to email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. And this is your opportunity to send us a note. If you don't wish your name to be used, don't put your name in the bottom. Of the email. Uh, we don't read who that we mail. If it's not in the body of the email, we don't say so. So you can send us a note. Uh, you can text us at 70236. That's our Text Connect system. It's an opportunity for us to notify you when there's breaking national or local news, uh, closed roads, or tornadic weather on the way. Text Connect uh, keeps you connected with uh, breaking news uh, anytime 24 7, although we kind of refrain from uh, most of the Text Connect messages after 9 p.m. So, But if if the world's coming to an end, we're going to let you know in advance.
2: As long as it's before 9 p.m.
1: Right. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have to wait till morning. We hope the world lasts that long. If the world's coming to an end at midnight, should we tell people?
2: Well, uh, you know, it would help to
1: have them prepared. In what way? Well, I could grab my Snickers bar and bury them real quick. That no. won't help. It <laughs> won't help, okay. Nope, the whole world's going to come to an end. So, if, the, uh, if the world were coming to an end
2: tomorrow, would you want to know? Not really. Okay. But I was I was thrilled that, and with due respect to a good friend of mine who was a, a dyed-in-the-wool 49ers fan, I know he must be feeling the pain today, I was glad to see Andy Reid win it. Mm. Okay. After all the years with the Eagles, and, you know, he's, everybody says he's such a class act, and even the Eagles feel very good about him, and uh, Jeff Lurie, the owner down there, says nice things about him even, even to this now. Day, Even though he fired him, so...
1: Well, it was time for a change,
2: right? So that's well, okay. Well, he never won the Super Bowl at Philadelphia. I don't think he actually got into the Super Bowl in Philadelphia. He did. He did lost he? Super Bowl 39 to the Patriots. Oh, that's right. Okay, he did get in it. Okay. Became one of the many victims of the Patriots right. cheating. But, yeah, well, that's true. This time he ran up against a team that doesn't cheat and plays by the rules, and he won. Yeah, good. Well, and uh, Kansas City seemed
1: to play the way they'd played all year, you know, not necessarily in full sync through most of the game, but well, then
2: holding it together. When they get, uh, when the Kansas City Chiefs get down by 10 or more points, that's when they've got their opponent exactly where they want them. <laughs> <laughs> Because then they come roaring back. Um, Mahomes certainly deserved the award of MVP. I mean, he did an outstanding job. But, you know, and just listening to them talk about the team afterwards, that they believe in each other, they uh, all the good values of teamwork you hear these guys mm-hmm. talk about, that they don't get down on each other, they support each other, they believe in each other. And mm-hmm. Coach Reed even said after the game that he could coach this group of guys for another 20 years and be happy doing it. Hmm. Of course, well, if uh, they'd lost, he might not have said that. But <laughs> well, no, I think uh, he's a, he's a good
1: good sportsman no matter what I was going to say a good loser but that doesn't sound right but he's a good sportsman no matter what I just what little bit I've seen of him so uh, yeah I thought it was a great game I was rooting for San Francisco but uh, why th- Uh, Because my lovely bride was rooting for Kansas City. So I had to take the other side. You are a contrarian. And I know a lot of good people who are San Francisco fans, not the least of whom are on the other side of the glass here. And so I thought, well, I give them sort of my mental support. My lovely bride did have brought home a Kansas City balloon from the... <laughs> and actually, as the balloon turned, she put a just so that I would be slightly appeased. She put a San Francisco post-it note on one side, so if you're looking at one side, you could see the note, and it said San Francisco. But on the other side, it said Kansas City. And um, as the balloon would float around the living room, when it would turn, the 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 whole game turned. Most of the game, you could see the San Francisco note, and then slowly it turned until finally you could see uh, the Kansas City side. So and you then believe
2: your t- balloon was responsible for the victory in the. The Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes,
1: yes, exactly. I, it, it was it was at least predictive, if not uh, uh, cause causative. I, I'm
2: stumped. I don't well, know what this to say is the, to that. that. Hey, all the superstitions <laughs> there are in sports. This is the least of them. I know. I have one. I, I when the Steelers get behind, I have to shut the game off because I figure if i dot not watching, they'll do better. Oh, okay. So that's well, my that's, personal superstition. Oh, if that's the way I am if with If they the get ahead and stay ahead, I'll watch the game. But if they fall behind, i got to turn it off because I know they'll do better if I'm not watching. Well, that's the way I am didn't with work it. that way this year, though. <laughs> you stayed with it. No, no. I turned it off, and they didn't get any better. Oh, okay. It just <laughs> got worse. But,
1: uh, yeah, that's the way I am with my Cowboys. I know that if I wish to watch them lose, all they have to do is make an appointment to watch the game. Mm-hmm. And sure enough. So So you don't have lucky socks you
2: wear during the game?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I really watched I don't think I saw any of the Cowboys this year unless they were playing when the, I just happened to pop the TV on. We're estranged. Right. Uh, I'm estranged for them because of Jerry Jones, so we're not talking.
2: Okay. Well I'm I'm just glad that the New England Patriots weren't in it this year. With all due respect to New England Patriots fans out there, Anybody enough but is enough.
0: <laughs> so right. it
2: was a good Super Bowl, great game. The outcome was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would not have been upset if either team would, no matter which team won, because I do like the 49ers. But I was just so happy to see the Kansas City win it. Even though they've moved, you know, they're now in Kansas. The president tweeted out, "Oh, I saw congratulations that. to the good people of Kansas. <laughs> Except they play in Missouri. There is a small problem there. Right. Well, that's <laughs> simple geography, I guess. Well, you know, it's ironic considering that Mike Pompeo supposedly uh, handed that NPR reporter a blank map of the world and asked her to find uh – Ukraine, Ukraine, and she could do it. The president can't probably identify Kansas or Missouri.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. If he had is- issued that test to him, he'd fail it miserably. But if you're president, you don't need to know where the Ukraine is. You know what their impact is in the world, and that's that's enough.
2: Well, he did correct his tweet, and you know, that's the kind of mistake anybody could make. There is, isn't there? There is Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. But Kansas City, Missouri, is where the. That where the Chiefs, City are. Chiefs play. Right? Well, and
1: if you show me a
2: blank map of the world, <laughs> could you find Kansas?
1: Uh, Toto, <laughs> I'm I'm bad at the the Midwest smush, I call it, where all those states are kind of stuck together. I'm not good at that. I can tell you where like Utah and Idaho are because uh, they're kind of connected to California, and that's that helps me. You're but.
2: probably going to identify if you really work at it. North and South Dakota.
1: Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep.
2: Absolutely. I'm in sure Wyoming, you find California, and Texas, and Florida. But when and Maine. you go south of the Dakotas, <laughs> they all—it's all... all those confusing little states in the middle that get you. Right? I agree. So it's not just me;
1: it's you too. Oh no,
2: I can identify no, I all fifty states.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you an outline of the U.S. I want you to write in which, which is which. But
2: I, um, one of the things you know, we, we've talked a lot about impeachment, and I guess that that ship has sailed. Although I was, it was like deja vu this morning with the problems on the uh, um, morning show. Right. <laughs> oh been, yeah, that's another i I'm, I'm listening and they're talking about the votes going to be held later today on the um, whether or not to permit uh, witnesses and I thought we, didn't we just go through this? Are we back here again? <laughs> but now I understand um michael bloomberg's campaign manager, uh, his senior advisor Tim O'Brien, argued sunday on MSNBC that the only things in president donald trump 's head were quote a putter, a cheeseburger, a porn video, and somebody else's credit card mm. Now, what do you think if somebody would say something like that?
1: Well, they, people are getting crude, uh, either him or other people about him. Um, it's really getting down and dirty, and people calling each other morons
2: and stuff. I I really don't like it. Well, and today is the um, uh, Iowa caucuses, so we will mm-hmm. see who's going to come out on top of that from the Democrats. They say Bernie Sanders has a good shot at it. But many of the people, I heard an analysis this morning and I think it was on CNN, I thought it was very interesting that a lot of the people the way these caucuses work, and I'm not certain I completely understand them, but you have to declare for somebody before you go in. And so what Mm -hmm. a lot of people are doing are declaring for candidates who are not likely to make the cutoff of 15%.
1: Like a Tulsi Gabbard. Right,
2: so that they can watch the temperature of the room and then jump in because they're allowed to have a second choice so once they see where everybody's first choice is their second choice is what counts and quite frankly they said that uh, what's very interesting the report that i saw this morning that the uh, it has been so polite out there because nobody wants to alienate people to the extent that they won't be their second choice
1: Okay, right. Well, and I think once you have front runners, you'll see the candidates starting to point fingers at each other a little bit more. You know, we've had a, a couple little tiffs here and there, you know, Elizabeth Warden and... and. Um, Joe Biden, uh, you know, f- to name just one, but d- very few sort of pointed remarks towards each other. But once this gets gone, then that's when you'll hear more. But, you know, it's funny. They have to walk a fine line here. We don't want to do what we did in 2016 with the Democratic Party divided, you know, with a lot of Bernie Sanders still out there. Well, and, I think they and will be. T- and so, um, well, maybe so. But I'm just saying, I-, I think this is a fine line. You know, they want to, uh, you know, a lot of people. Say, well, let's just pick anybody that can beat Trump. You know, it doesn't matter. I but think Bernie that, Sanders. Who is that person? Well, I think it could be a Bernie Sanders. I think they, any one of them could beat Trump. I think Trump oh. can be beaten by the, you know, with the right campaign and the right message. Well, that's and, true. And but I don't, th- I
2: don't think socialism is the right message to defeat Donald Trump. When, well, but see, that's ridiculous.
1: I mean, President Trump went in here and said, I'm going to fix health care. I'm going to do all these things. And he has been able to work on some things, but you can't just go into the White House and say, okay, here's my repair of health care, impose it. It doesn't work that way. So Bernie Sanders would have the same issue. If he wants to reform Social Security, who has said who? how many people have said they want to be president so they can reform Social Security? Every single one. Well, I don't, has and, Bernie said that? I, and, I haven't heard that. As well, one that's of the one of his plans campaigns. is to fix that. So uh, he says he's going to fix Social Security so that it's properly funded. And so, you know, guess what? Well, when he gets into office, the Congress won't let him do it. So you can't just, I mean, obviously with executive orders, you can do some things, but you can't do that. All right. Well, we have a kind of two open things on the table now, thanks to Joe's mentioning it. Uh, we do have the Iowa caucuses are today, so we can uh, maybe have a preview of those. Do you have a favorite uh, Super Bowl ad? Uh, what, what did you think about that? Um,. One of our listeners sends a note. I thought the Reese's Take Five commercial was funny. Sorry, I got a kick out of the juvenile humor at the end. Yeah, that was uh, hilarious. I, I did enjoy that. That was super good. Uh, unfortunately, I, I was wondering what would happen if how you, how they displayed that or you know how they wrote that. They didn't say the word. Do you remember that one where Reese's the guy has his head?
2: Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I
1: don't remember that one. He has his head up. Blank, blank, blank. Okay, if you're in an office. His Yes, there you (laughs) go. And they depicted it, but they don't say it. You know, she was saying different ways that you can... uh uh, that people aren't as smart as they could be, and uh, that was one.
2: And you get smart if you eat a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup?
1: Well, she was smart enough to eat it, and other people weren't smart enough to recognize that. It, I'm, it's, uh, that ad is funny. You have to watch it. So you so have a peanut butter
2: is... cup ad that involves someone's head up there behind, <laughs> and you have a, another ca- candy bar ad where they're actually burying the candy bar. Right, the
1: Snickers Does anybody
2: bar. actually eat the candy bars?
1: See, <laughs> oh, yeah, in the uh, Reese's ad, the, the smartest woman in the office is eating the candy bar candy bar, so. And nobody else is smart enough to recognize how good it is, and she uses a couple different phrases for well, that. Well, that must
2: have been one of the also rants, because that's not on the list. of. That's not the even on your list. Well, there were
1: 27 ads. So your list only has about a dozen. Well, my, so. my well, actually,
2: my list has quite a few. They have the winners and the losers, and then there they were the those in the middle that maybe were... Well,
1: like the Bud Light Tide ads that were none mixed of them together.
2: I mean, they, they had the winners as Genesis, Jeep, Amazon Alexa, Google, Hyundai Sonata, Doritos, Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, Walmart, Toyota, T-Mobile, and Microsoft. The losers were Planters, Snickers, Sabra, uh, Avocados from Mexico, Mountain Dew, and Michelob Ultra. Okay. And they said about Mountain Dew, Brian Cranston was a good choice for this, the Shining spoof, but other than the closing image of mountains spilling out of the elevator, the whole thing was way too cute for its own good. <laughs>
1: Well, some of them like the avocado ad, they're trying too hard. All right, well, we'll take your opinion on this. Call us now, one-eight hundred-seven nine five-nine five six five. I don't know how he's doing it, but Rob is not commenting on any of this, the football game or the commercials. He has a very informed opinion on everything we're discussing. But that's his prerogative, so we appreciate that. He's the fabulous producer. one 800 795 9565 is our open line. Give us a buzz right now. one 800 795 Nine five nine five six five. welcome back wkok live telephone talk show on the mark uh, two of our emailers pointing out that the president uh, made a mistake and uh Put Kansas City in the wrong state. Uh, read right. that, if you would.
2: One of our uh, emailers says, Your little anecdote about the president not knowing which Kansas City has the Super Bowl champions pinpoints one major flaw in this makeup, in his makeup. My husband and I weren't sure if it was Missouri or Kansas, so we took five seconds to Google it. He only knows how to Twitter, uh, only knows how Twitter works, evidently. Never fact-checks anything. <laughs> well, that is, tr- that is a very true Well, someone statement. must have fact-checked it for him because he corrected it within about ten minutes. What? Well, He's yeah.
1: probably flooded with replies, although he probably doesn't take them.
2: Well, yeah, which just goes to show he probably does his own tweeting.
1: Oh, that is so, definitely yeah. true. Yeah, and it's well, who, no, but what staffer could send out all those grammar mistakes and typos and stuff without having, w- without getting fired? I but, don't know. But I'd... he does it, but that's his prerogative. You know, he is who he is. He's sort of like, uh, you know, your uncle or something who smushifices so, words. And... All you're
2: going to find in there is a putter, a cheeseburger, a porn video, and someone else's credit card, huh? In the president's mind. That's what Michael Bloomberg's campaign (laughs) manager said. (laughs) And then one of our other texters says, our idiot president went on Twitter after the Super Bowl to congratulate the Kansas City Chiefs. He said they made the state of Kansas proud. Any intelligent person, i.e. not dumb Donnie Trump, knows Kansas City is in Missouri. This is the moron you elected, conservatives. Congratulations. Let me guess, the deep state moved Kansas City to Missouri just to embarrass Trump, right? Or there will be a press conference later today where he holds up a map containing a black sharpie outline that makes it appear that kansas city is in kansas or he'll just blame nancy pelosi trump a profoundly stupid president for profoundly stupid people ouch is that really necessary (laughs) that's eb i mean what do you expect he does that all the time (laughs) <laughs> but there is, there is a Kansas City, Kansas, too. You know, <laughs> right, right. It's not, it's.
1: Not, uh, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that they played in which one.
2: Well, the big Kansas City is in Missouri, so okay. I would have surmised that's where mm-hmm. they played.
1: Maybe I knew that. I know I mixed them up once before. I was emailing a friend who was in Kansas City, Missouri, you know, and s- said something about next time I'm in Kansas, I'll visit you. And she replied, this was 20 years ago, she replied, well, you, uh, I'll come over and see you because we're actually in Missouri. But anyway,
2: <laughs> but she was kind about You're it. You're not in Kansas anymore, Toto. Right. So, but uh, okay, so yeah, I, I I like the
1: my my lovely bride loved the McDonald's ad that showed different people's uh, food on their trays. He's not; they're not on your list. Remember, no. there's almost thirty ads, and you have a dozen listed on your I winners the, and losers. I have the
2: assessment of the winners and losers. All right. So,
1: but uh, there's there were quite a few that you don't have listed there. But in any event, um, she liked the McDonald's one where it shows what different uh, notable people.
2: Order in their uh well, they McDo- thought at McDonald's. Sabra was one of the worst. It says although the ad generated advanced controversy because a conservative group was upset that drag queens were featured within it, the only real issue here was that the spot for hummus was messy and worse, obnoxious. Did you see that one?
1: Yes, but it would took forever to figure- if they hadn't said this ad is about hummus, you would have never known. It was it was just a consmoshification of uh, odd scenes and things. Well, it was like the one Walmart what does drag ad-
2: queens have to do with marketing hummus.
1: Uh, I, I, I forget the premise of the ad. I don't remember. I, I remember putting it in my loser category
2: right away. Um, if I can't follow it, you know, <laughs> remember, I'm at moronic level. Well, you know, so. all the years I've been involved in the sale of advertising and advertising and radio, I I prefer commercials where I understand what the message is, what they're selling, and who they're targeting. So many times in the past, these Super Bowl commercials, it wasn't even clear to me what they were advertising, let right. alone what market they were attempting to to reach and by well, this, what means they were trying this to reach
1: them. Hummus ad would be in that category. You couldn't tell what it was about. Well, and uh, also the Walmart ad with all the science fiction stuff. It was all blended together. Uh, it was Walmart was the through line throughout all of it. So it was obvious that was the ad was f- for. It was for them, and they paid for it. But it wasn't clear precisely what are they saying that if you go there you can buy a spaceship or what
2: was happening. Well, you don't go there. So y- were you inclined? based on the ad to modify your behavior and go to Walmart? Less inclined. Less inclined to shop It was a disincentive
1: ad. It was encouraged to get fewer people at Walmart, so they're less crowded.
2: What were they charging? Five million bucks for 60 seconds?
1: 5.6 million for 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Right. And nobody had a 30-second ad that I saw. Everybody bought a minute, so there's 10 million. Well, they probably
2: probably wasn't 10 million. They might have gone for nine, or maybe they did go for 10. Oh, there's a a discount if you get the full minute. minute. There was at
3: least one 15-second ad. Oh, I can't remember were, what it was. Well, for. at the
2: beginning, the Bud Light
1: Tide thing started but out, the, but short. there was
3: something that was 15 well, seconds. I said, "Gee, I wonder how much that cost."
1: Well, wasn't the uh, didn't Groundhog Day start out with just 15 seconds? He woke up and then see, the but,
3: Groundhog Day aired after I turned the game off.
2: Oh, okay. So oh, I, I see. Okay. I just looked up a couple of the commercials this morning based on that winners and losers thing. Okay, and that's where I, got I saw you. it.
1: All right. Well, I tried to watch them all, but I missed a couple. You're listening to News Radio 1070, WDK, OK, Sunbury. Uh, we are enjoying On the Mark. We'll talk about the impeachment and the Super Bowl again during the 9 a.m. hour. This is WDK, OK, Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: teams and welcome on board the WKOK OK live uh, telephone talk show. On the Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is across from me. Rob Sanders, our fabulous producer. And we very much appreciate uh, you joining us uh, this morning. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15 Hummelsworth. Do as I've done many times. Go to sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 9565 Now we talked about uh, the Super Bowl ads a little bit. We still didn't talk about the halftime show. I know Joe probably liked that. He's, he loves that electrifying. Didn't
2: watch it. It's too long, too boring. Though. You didn't watch it at all no, whatsoever? At all. Uh, halftime is when I go get something to eat.
1: Rob, did you enjoy it? Uh, no. No, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> <I thought laughs> we it didn't. Was,
2: it, was, it was overblown and it was, it was too many is. dancers,
3: too loud, couldn't hear the singers. Shakira was obviously lip syncing for a while.
2: Mm -hmm. I think they all lip-sync, don't they? Uh, No Not all
3: the time When the classic rockers were on, they didn't Uh, Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga did not When she was on a couple years ago
1: Yeah, they're trying to get away from that But
3: uh, with all the dancing I think they wanted Shakira not to necessarily sing it just—it's it so too much. Over, it's
2: overblown every year. I don't care who it is, whether it's women, men, whoever. It's overblown.
1: I thought it was fabulous, electric. It was the right uh, show at the right time. Well,
2: for once, I agree with Joe.
1: It was an eg- eg- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well, now the truth comes out. <laughs> That's funny.
1: There you go, Joe. Wise people come around to your side once eventually. Once in a while, yep. All right. Anyway, I, no, I just thought it was wonderful. I just enjoyed every minute of it. I enjoy, you know, I don't dance much, but I enjoy the Latin theme and uh, uh, great songs and very high energy, so I definitely enjoyed it was that. It a
4: little too
3: PG.
1: Oh, definitely. always oh, yeah. PG-13 all the way. Yeah,
3: it's, and there were probably a lot of kids watching. I thought it was inappropriate for that. Yeah, I, I thought I that
1: was funny that this was acceptable, but th- when... Uh, uh, who was that woman that... Janet Jackson. Uh, no. yeah, well, yeah, yeah had her too. Malfunction. Right, and that was kind of lowbrow, but uh, oh gosh, what's her name? She's a popular singer who uh, did Madonna? something inappropriate in a Madonna? TV show, like was on the Grammys or something. Madonna?
2: She, Are you thinking of Madonna? She
1: did the twerking. Oh, <laughs> oh Miley, Miley Cyrus? Cyrus. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah, that we find Miley Cyrus offensive, but it's okay that if we see uh, um, Shakira Jennifer. and Jennifer Lopez twisted around backwards in their well. They were ultra tight. Sh- I did hands. see a
2: clip of it this morning, and they apparently were shaking their posterioris well, yeah, together sh- right, right in the camera. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That was a, a shaking was a big part of it. Yeah. So. That's uh,
3: that. was practically all of what Shakira did. The whole thing was just kind of grind on now, stage. is that, that just, supposed just, to get? Yeah.
1: As, is that supposed to get people excited? I think it's high energy music, and this is great dancing. And uh, if you were drawn into the music and the dancing, you probably didn't pay as much attention to. Uh, the more risque aspect of it, too. But you know, you're right. In, you're in everybody's living rooms, and there are kids there from uh, and nobody leaves the room for the Super Bowl. There's kids there from zero to hundred. Their living rooms? Living rooms oh, watching okay. the games. So it should be for all ages. And maybe it's it was a little bit. As I, I really like Rob's evaluation that it was PG or PG thirteen.
2: Well, it probably was. I, like I said, I didn't see, the, see any of it except the clip this morning, and I thought that seemed a little inappropriate for the Super Bowl. But.
1: Right, but like I said, Miley Cyrus twerks one time on stage and all heck breaks loose. But uh, we get 20 minutes of Shakira and Jennifer Lopez, and that's when it's okay. sanctioned
3: by the NFL, it's okay.
1: Did they see it in advance? I wondered I they well, had
3: to I'm be sure able Oh, I'm sure somebody had to. During affair. rehearsals, okay.
2: Yeah. Pepsi's paying for it. I assume they know what they were paying I, for. I, don't
3: get me wrong. I like both artists. But so I just I. did not like that halftime performance at all.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they're, they're both great artists. No argument there. Yeah, I'm but a super fan of Jennifer Lopez. You just get the feeling that they have to feel they have to overproduce the thing. That it has to be bigger, more okay. loud, louder, more exactly. dancers, more fireworks, well, more that's this, true. more Exactly
3: that. what I've thought for
2: years.
1: And is that who 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 did the Rolling Stone a couple, two, three years ago? Was it the, or it did the halftime? Was it the Rolling Stones? Yeah, the
3: Stones have done it. Uh, Maroon 5, Tom Petty. Just
1: yeah. appropriate singing and music and good good show. Yeah. Not just all not fireworks. Not
3: all. There were 130 dancers on stage.
2: Oh gosh, five costumes. I'd rather changes. see James Taylor come out and just sit there and play his guitar and sing. <laughs> right, and you want kids <laughs> to stay off your lawn too. So <laughs> yeah, this is a tr- <laughs> now that now we know who you really are. No, but I'm I'm serious. Something that's not so overproduced something that's actually entertaining right i mean if if their goal is to astound me and have me wow look at that and say wow man this is spectacular they failed miserably one of our listeners sends us a text and
1: says your anti-latina racist views are showing folks
2: oh come on now it's we see who yet. you that's, really
3: that's are that's ridiculous that, yeah that's absurd <laughs> yeah i even mean, we even said we like the artist it's just that performance <laughs> was not that good
2: right Well, I mean, I'm sure what they did was to a very high standard of performing. I just didn't think it was appropriate for the Super Bowl, and it didn't do anything to excite me or get me interested in pursuing them further. Why was the Colombian flag shown last night? It wasn't Colombia? It was Puerto Rico's flag. Oh, Uh, I see. Okay. One of the girls, I forget which one it it was. was. Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, Jennifer Lopez had a, a boa or something around her that on one side was the Puerto Rican flag and on the other side was the American flag. I got you. Okay. One of our listeners
1: says the Star Spangled Banner was great. The Colombian flag, flag could have been left out. Singers and dancers look great.
3: Amy Lovato did the national anthem, by the way. And, and did a nice job.
1: A, yeah, yeah, I agree. And I agree, too. Well, because there wasn't much to it. It was just the song. You know, not too, you know, didn't try to do something that she
2: was not. On the, for the Star Spangled Banner, nobody will ever top Jose Feliciano. Okay. His actually became a hit. Back in the back in the early days of the Super Bowl, when he sang it, okay, he had such a great rendition of it that the RCA Victor released it, and it became a hit. Well, Don't so,
3: forget the Whitney Houston yeah, version. Yeah, I was just going to say well, that. And a hit. everyone has made the standard.
2: Yeah, oh, all right. Whitney Houston did a great job too. All great right. job. Oh, I still get chills just thinking about it. Well, she was a great talent
1: great
3: talent. And she'll be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame this year. And oh, she belongs she, the uh, there. She's
1: one of the
2: inductees. Oh, good. Okay. Well, good for her, Post- posthumously. All right. Well, oh, wait a one- second. I can't say anything nice about Jose Feliciano because my anti-Latino <laughs> bias would be not showing then. Right. Yeah, we see who you really are, Joe.
1: <laughs> All right. We do have some very brief conventional headlines. Pennsylvania's U.S. Senators responding to the recent witness vote in Washington, D.C. The
5: Senate last week voted to block any witnesses from being called in President Donald Trump's impeachment trial, a move that marked the beginning of the end of a third Senate trial for a president in U.S. history. Pennsylvania's Republican U.S. Senator Pat Toomey released a statement following the witness vote and says the purpose of a witness is to shed light on an important fact that could resolve a disputed issue and help determine the final outcome of the case. He goes on to say, quote, in my view, the House has brought forward articles of impeachment that do not justify removing President Trump from office, nullifying the results of the 2016 election and denying Americans the right to vote for him in the next election. He goes on to say, as a result, additional witnesses beyond the 17 who testified in the House proceedings are not necessary. Meanwhile, Pennsylvania's Democratic US Senator Bob Casey released a statement and disagrees. He says by blocking relevant witnesses and relevant documents, Senate Republicans have denied the American people the fair trial that they deserve. This proceeding was rigged from the start to protect the president. You can read both statements online at wkok.com. Sarah Lawver News Radio 1070 WKOK.
1: WKOK News Time now coming up on 8:15 or 9:15. We are enjoying open phones, so If you'd like to comment on anything we have discussed, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. The Pennsylvania Highway Safety Network, Geisinger Medical Center, and the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation urged designated driving and responsible party hosting for the Super Bowl. They said Friday, PennDOT data shows that there were 416 crashes, resulting in six deaths during last year's Super Bowl period. Drinking was suspected in over 50 of those crashes. Alcohol is not the only drug that impairs drivers, though. Illegal and prescription drugs also impair motorists. Medications mixed with alcohol can exaggerate effects because of further impairment. PennDOT reminds motorists that crashes are 100% uh, preventable. For more information, go to PennDOT.com. They were on the campus of Bloomsburg University Friday encouraging safe celebrating for the Super Bowl. Outdoors, the Pennsylvanians will soon be able to keep the their fishing license tucked away rather than in plain sight. A regulation change approved by the Pennsylvania Fish Commission would make a fishing license not mandatorily displayed on an outer garment, which is the current rule. Uh, the new policy goes into effect once it's published in the Pennsylvania Bulletin in the weeks or months ahead and should be in time for trout season, which is on or about April 15th. The fact is hunting licenses changed not long ago so that they no longer need to be displayed. Hunters. Penn's President Donald Trump used a Super Bowl pregame interview to rail against Democrats, accusing them of hatred and offering schoolyard insults about his potential 2020 rivals. Trump's taped interview with Fox News channel Sean Hannity aired on Fox hours before the biggest sports night of the year. Trump criticized the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer, and other Democrats asked whether it would be possible for him to work with Democrats after they had tried to remove him from all Trump said, he'd like to, but added, it's pretty hard given what he called the witch hunt and hoax that was perpetrated in the U.S. We'll take a pivot point here and ask you to call us uh, with the topic of your selection. We're enjoying open phones. we talked a little bit about the Super Bowl halftime show, the Super Bowl commercials, and the uh, good win by Kansas
2: City, a come-from-behind win. But let's jump into this uh, witnesses thing on Friday. <clears throat> oh, you need to do something else Well, us? we're going to pay the bills. <clears throat> well, go ahead and pay them so you, we can get on with
1: the program. we have <laughs> always appreciated the revenue picture. I do. <laughs> <laughs> on the mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915. Fourth Street, Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15, Hummelsworth. Find out tons more at SunburyMotors.com. They invite you to go to the Quick Lane Two on North Fourth Street in Sunbury. That's where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspections, nitrogen for your tires. Uh, they'll pump you up with nitrogen at your request. Uh, they're open Monday through Friday, 6:30 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Saturday, 6:30 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at SunburyMotors.com. Check Check out their online specials. You could build a Ford, Hyundai, Kia, or Lincoln to your precise specifications. Then just let them know that you ordered it, and they'll have it ready for you. You can click on a coupon for the Works a Fuel Saver package. They also have a master towing service, big truck shop, alignment shop, body shop, car wash, and everything else you need to shop at the Sunbury Motor Company. So do please check them out. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, ask for and receive a caller. So we got Mike standing by, 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we're wrapping up our conversation about the Super Bowl, the ads, the halftime show, and the game itself. What's your view on that? Uh, Mike, thanks for calling in. You're on the mark.
6: You know, I love football. You know, I, I love to watch. I used to love to compete, and I really like to watch it. But, you know, the Super Bowl... In my mind, it's, it changes everything because the players they have more time to stand around, you know, at halftime and wait. The commercials are longer. It, it, it's just—it's funny they, they go through all that work under basically the same conditions, then to play the championship game, where everything is altered. But you know, it, it affects both teams the same way, so we can say it's fair. But I, I, I guess, as being a, an old timer, I, I like to see it the way it used to be. When the when the game when the Super Bowl was played on a field that had basically the same turf as my high school practice field, you know, (laughs) so times have changed. Now that said, the commercials to me really nothing, and maybe it's my age, nothing really stuck out. Uh, I was a little bit shook up that uh, they had drag queens pushing uh, a product on TV. Uh, You know, I guess we've come pretty far. And then the halftime, I'm on board with complaining about the halftime. I I I was really kind of upset about that. I I thought it was like uh, past PG. You know, it was kind of rated. Should have been rated uh, rated R than PG. Yeah, Yeah. rated R.
1: One of our texters sent a note and says it should have been rated R.
6: I, I, I actually I called it toxic femininity. I mean, if you if you really look at what was going on on that stage, you know that you know people used to pay money to go and peep shows to see stuff like that and now we have it for free on tv i you know i just didn't like it i was opposed to it and i'm glad i didn't have uh you know all my daughters are older i'm glad they weren't sitting here watching the tv with me last night the little ones you know
2: yeah it looked like burlesque you know expected to come out with fans and bubbles and throw items of clothing You'll into the explain audience. explain what that means so most people don't know. That's the old burlesque striptease act. I, where they, I, I get it. They always had some prop that they used to cover parts as they discarded elements of a clothing. Feather. Right. All right, what else? Now, well,
6: now that I've degraded to the... Uh, or now that I've been reduced to the degradation of society here, up here in Bloomsburg, we're going to have Drag Queen Bingo as a fundraiser for the fire company. We're going to have... Uh,
1: you win a drag queen, or you play as one.
6: You well, what, what we're going to and I and I hope I'm getting this right. See, they used to they have these things that you know people pay money to get these cards, and then they play bingo, and then they have entertainment and raffles and all that, and sell tickets and have food. But I guess they're going to play five games of bingo, and then uh, drag queens are going to entertain the audience, and then they're going to play five more cards, and then their drag queens are going to come out and. Uh, it was a it was front page news on our paper with uh, pictures and everything, so it sold out. I guess they sold out. You know the guy that decided it was a good idea, we, and he was prompted by his wife, according to the article. He was concerned that we, you know it may not sell out here in Bloomsburg, but that all the tickets sold out in a week. So I guess a success. I'm sure they're probably planning for the next one already.
2: Are these local drag queens, or do they bring, no, they they bring like, touring in. drag queens they bring them in?
6: Well, uh, evidently the, the the initial guy. The, the, the drag, there's a drag queen up in Berwick, from what the article said. And I, I think he may have another engagement somewhere, but they're bringing uh, drag queens in, I guess. It's, I, I can't say for sure, but I think that is the case.
1: Right, but, it's a commercial operation.
6: We have a drag queen connection right here in River City.
1: Right, it's a commercial operation. It's a group of men that participate in this, and they everybody gets a talent fee. And of course, it's they, it's usually nonprofits that do it. I believe they, somebody
2: did it around here. It's not the first. Uh, the reason I, well, I, I've i heard of Burger Basket Bingo, but I don't think I've ever heard of Drag Queen Bingo. Oh yeah, this is uh, well, it's it's, it's so, not super so common. Mark,
6: you, you seem to know an awful lot about this. Do you want to? Well, we a little did a more story about or, it.
2: Yeah,
1: when not? it when it came around here, I forget who did you it. You have it. your somebody.
2: tickets, Mark.
1: No, no. But somebody, it might have been up in Milton at one of the bars or something, but they did a fundraiser for, you know, somebody that was struggling with a medical issue. And then it was drag queen bingo is what it was. And you play and they come out and you see some of them and so on. It's just a spectacle and it's fun. And But it, like this, like the one in Bloomsburg, it did sell out. So it was popular enough.
6: Yeah, I think it's. I think it appeals to a certain uh, category, and it is fun, and it raises money. You're, you're right about that. I actually have a friend who, uh, I'm not saying he's a drag queen, but he he puts on uh, a, a woman's bathing suit and a wig and some makeup and all that stuff. You know, usually about once a year when we have a big get together along the river up in Williamsport, and and everybody everybody laughs, and they, he laughs. So. Uh, I I wish I would have knew about uh, this drag queen bingo. I would have got him. Maybe he wanted to come up. I don't know. uh, Anyway, yeah, I was a little disappointed in the Super Bowl ads. I was a little disappointed. You know, the overall quality. I mean, there was nothing that I don't see people be talking about them like in the old days anymore. And I was disappointed in the halftime show. And I, I, I voice my displeasure with the way they drag the game out. I like to see a football game. and In fact, that's why I like high school football more than anything right now, because most of the time we don't have TV commercials to hold the game up, and we don't have the, uh, mm. the reviews that take forever. So anyway, I've said my piece. You guys have a great day.
2: Thanks, you too, Mike. Call right. again.
1: Appreciate it. Thanks take for care. checking in. 1-800-795-9565 on the
2: topic of impeachment, please. Uh, one of our emailers says, what does the Republican Party and the Super Bowl have in common? No patriots. <laughs> <laughs> ah, <laughs> that's that's a good one. Tom, okay? Thank you, Tom. Nicely
1: done. Yeah, right, Tom. You win.
2: <laughs> and then... Uh, one of our texters or emailers says, I really like the ragged old flag by Johnny Cash honoring the flag. On another note, I was so happy to hear that I will be able to hear the Phillies game on Eagle 107. Will Eagles games be affected at all?
1: Uh, where will they? Oh, I don't know. They'll have a crossover. And um, then a texter fortunately, says, our, our producer is the PD for 107, okay. so he knows how they're going to handle the fall conflict.
3: We'll just have to wait and see. I would say if the Phillies are in a pennant race, we might have to air Phillies games, but I think we'll probably put preference on the Eagles otherwise. Okay. But we'll wait and see.
2: And then one of our texters says, Someberry number 1 fire company had drag queens on some nights last year. Wake up. We're all Americans. So these were not; these were American drag queens. These weren't foreign. <laughs> well, drag but it's, queens. it's
1: just <laughs> entertainment. I mean, it's it, it doesn't have any uh, deep and significant sexual meaning. It's just a fundraiser, and well, it's a spectacle show
2: that people go see. So the reason I fun. asked wh- whether whether they were local or imported is whether or not they are caricatures of drag queens or whether they are really drag queens.
1: I think they really are drag queens, and they all get together and participate in this. Remember, they get a little talent fee for doing it. So, you know, for them, it'd be a quick way to earn a 100 bucks or maybe 200 i I don't know how much they make, but they get a stipend for showing
2: up. So, in other words, they are the real item. They are not uh, people yes. making fun of or yes, dressing yes. up like drag. Yeah, the
1: ones that so. were up okay. in Milton were primarily from the Wilkes-Barre, Scranton
2: area. So they are. Uh, is this a professional organization, the uh, United a, Amalgamated Drag Queens of America? It's like a business. Somebody's running that. It's like does WW. This. Like you bring wrestlers in, you bring in <laughs> groups from this wrestling group. WWGQ, right? <laughs> <laughs> Worldwide Drag. Queen. Okay, uh, but yeah,
1: it's a, it's a thriving nonprofit aid. It's you know, there's if you want to if you want to spend a little of your raised money, there's a lot of ways now to raise money for a nonprofit. You know, like with a wine and beer festival.
2: So what if you brought in hookers?
1: You well, prostitution is <laughs> illegal for some strange reason. Well, I mean, I'm just saying everything that, else well, we no, do. In they the world don't is actually legal.
2: perform it on stage. They just simulate the acts. Well, would that would that be, accept, be a, would that be an acceptable fundraiser? Do you think? Uh, most fire companies probably wouldn't want that. Okay, um, they're simulating sex, right? But they're right. nude. Well, yeah. Well, I would say they're not fully nude, because that would probably get you arrested. Although, there have been lawsuits, as you know, over the summer where women were protesting for their right to go topless. At beaches and so on. Well, not just beaches, but anywhere. Anywhere, right. Right. So, would that be a problem? I think that would go against local community standards, yes. And drag
1: queens don't? Uh, They did. You know, the just morals are changing. You know, the world isn't the same as it was when you. So
2: they're f- changing to allow drag queens, but not to allow prostitutes. <laughs> Who's Joe? Oh, come on, why are you asking it this way? Well, I'm like like I set out, this up. I was trying to figure out where the moral line is drawn. It's right I'm at your yard. Guy. Help me understand. I'm you just I'm keep yelling people, to keep people off my grass. Right.
1: You just keep people <laughs> off your yard and we'll go from there. The world, right. is,
2: the world is changing
1: slightly without you.
2: All right. Well, when they start having all of those kinds of things in our local firehouse, I will I will become concerned. You have a wonderful <laughs> opinion piece to read. Yeah, I do. Let this me is... take a break before. Oh, <laughs> just... come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. This was written by Tom Basile, and it's very interesting. It says, Pelosi's impeachment gamble fails. Here's what's going on. And how it could cost her and the Democrats. He says, what a difference a year makes. Last spring, Speaker Nancy Pelosi sounded an alarm of caution over a hyperpartisan partisan impeachment. In the fall, she flipped her position to go all in on impeachment, a scenario that would pass the House with bipartisan opposition. Her gleeful distribution of ceremonial pens heralded the cementing of an historical asterisk next to the, next to the presidency of Donald J. Trump. It was the culmination of a three-year spaghetti-throwing operation undertaken by Democrats to weaken the president and the Republican Party if not overturn the 2016 election. As the afterglow of her impeachment vote victory fades into history, Pelosi may well be left with an asterisk of her own, an indelible black mark on her career, and her comments over the last several weeks reflect the realization that, again, she bet on the wrong strategy and lost. Comments about the president being impeached for life or that he couldn't possibly be acquitted by the Senate because you can't be acquitted if you don't have a trial are telling. They are the empty, if not irrational, words of someone who is who probably knows her speakership is now in jeopardy because she failed to manage the radical impulses of her conference. Pelosi embraced a shallow impeachment scheme that rested on dubious legal arguments, hearsay evidence, and bipartisan opposition. Trump's acquittal in the Senate means an energized Republican Party, reduced credibility for the Speaker, and a year of while Pelosi has tied all her political capital on investigations and impeachment. Trump has continued to advance on a number of key issues, including jobs and the economy, and it's having an impact. What do
1: you think? Well, I think it's interesting points, a good conservative viewpoint. So I I think people probably see it that way. But I think the president has created a wide range of, uh, you know, issues that he's brought up the way that he's done things, you know, taking money from one arm of the military and put it into another. And, Other, you know, the the impeachment action itself, which he still doesn't admit that he ever did, but these kind of things. But you know, the the Democrats are going to going to read this too, and they're going to realize they're going to have to kind of get on the same page and not use just uh, you know sort of the president's shtick to try to beat the the president. You know, name calling and coming up with a you know a thousand pinpricks. They're going to have to come up with a great candidate who has a great message. probably isn't going to be bernie sanders but you know i think anybody but trump would be a relief to half the country
2: well i like the the inference that there were no witnesses there were 17 witnesses many of whose testimonies were included in both the presentations of the house managers and the president's attorneys now is
1: this the way it was done in previous impeachments that uh, there were no additional witnesses in the senate well how trial? many
2: times in other words here's my argument The House made its case. They interviewed 17 witnesses. They brought them forth. They chose not to go to court to try to compel the documents and the other witnesses they wanted.
1: Right. So So they they conducted a thorough preliminary hearing.
2: They say they did. They said the evidence was overwhelming, that the president committed an impeachable offense, said it was overwhelming proof. Then they get into the Senate and they say, well, we need more documents and we we need more testimony. But they already made their case. In other words, they said, this is overwhelming, this is beyond argument, this man is guilty, and even some of the Republicans said they thought the president's actions were improper, and I agree with that. I think I, I don't think they were proper, but I don't think they're impeachable. So I mean, there's—I think it's disingenuous to say there were no witnesses. The House called it 17 witnesses. They could have called more. They could have. They could we have could taken have fought the
1: time to get the president to reply to subpoenas. And too. Pelosi
2: held on to it for 32 days. Now, what could have been done? They're all saying they they cited the fact that in the Clinton trial, that one week, the one week that they held off uh, to try and get witnesses is compelled to testify. Uh, the Senate went on with its business and they were working on getting the witnesses. One week, that's all they needed. Well, why didn't they take that one week during Nancy Pelosi's four weeks of holding up the Maybe the more information has
1: come forward. I mean, one of the things that continues to happen is we continue to hear more and more about this, more documents, more emails. You know, more emails show that the the president was you know orchestrating this, getting ready for it. We're getting ready for the telephone call. Uh, of course, Bolton's book that he has firsthand knowledge of the president talking about this. So these, it's just more drip, drip, drip kind of thing. But it wouldn't it, it wouldn't change the outcome. You know, I, as far as I'm concerned, of course, I told you two weeks ago, we should just get this mess over with, take the vote and get it, because they're going to acquit. So even if you had a thousand witnesses that said, I have first-hand knowledge that the president did uh, quid pro quo on the Ukraine, guess what? The Senate would still not impeach. And and guess what? It isn't going to go on to hurt them either. You know, All of this will be forgotten by the fall. The only people that are going to bring it up are opponents of individual senators or something well, like I that.
2: Well, think, I think it'll be the subject of political ads on both sides of right. the but aisle. Right, but that's it. just you know that
1: nobody else is not going to be remembered by anybody else, so uh, you know I understand that witnesses were wanted. I kind of agree with your commentator that if you had an ironclad case during if if this is a criminal proceeding, this trial, then the preliminary hearing is just a run up to the trial it 's not the actual trial so Clinton had witnesses did Jackson you read that book? did they use witnesses in the Senate? They did okay
2: uh, not, so this is unusual.
1: Not Oh, Andrew Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, thank you. Sorry about that. Um, Jackson
2: had his own set of problems. (laughs) But not impeachment. Not impeachment. Um, He liked to have duels. He killed a few people. But uh, uh,
1: so those are the only two impeachment trials that made it to the Senate, right? Right. For a president, anyway.
2: Well, you know, and I I don't know, you know, that they had the kind of material that we have today. They didn't have the recordings of the actual witnesses' testimony, the video of it. (laughs) So when they get to the House now, or to the Senate, they use the video clips. They show what the testimony was. It was taken under oath. You know, if they didn't ask all the questions of those witnesses that they wanted to ask, that's not on the Senate. You know, and if so they, you're
1: saying times have changed. We don't necessarily need to have witnesses reappear because you can have them reappear via video. Well,
2: I think part of, part of what you do with any witness is you gauge their credibility by their testimony. You know, you can't do that by just reading the text very easily. So if that's what they did back in Andrew Johnson's impeachment, just reading the text of what they said, you wouldn't get the flavor for whether you were hearing the words of someone who was speaking the truth or wasn't. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get any reaction. You wouldn't be able to react to their body language their facial expressions or anything else. but here you have all that now that they didn't have in an Andrew Johnson's and I don't know I I don't know what I don't remember what testimony they elicited over and above the House's case for Bill Clinton but it was pretty obvious that he did what he was accused of even though he lied about it at first yeah, it was well it got was clear he,
1: he said he didn't but, have an affair with uh,
2: but I still don't think it was an impeachable offense. To me, a high crime and misdemeanor is something that actually involves the fate of the country. For example, if I were selling all our uranium to Russia or something like that. <laughs> Who did that? Uh, Hillary Clinton. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my God, you on Fox News. Thank you. Joe's no, a commentator for okay, Fox I'm News. Only, I'm, I'm, I'm being somewhat facetious. But let's say the president actually was uh, an asset of a foreign country. He was in the employee, and there was absolute proof that he had accepted payments mm-hmm. from another country. To do a certain thing, that would be an impeachable offense, okay. you know. But to yeah, just clearly. say, to just say, I'd like a favor from you, or we'd like a favor. And then you never got the favor you never the money was never held up. Yes, I agree if you stand in front of a bank and you say, "I'm going in and rob it and you come out with no money, you're still going to go to jail but let's be honest it's not that that's not a, a, a criminal offense of that magnitude for the president to ask for a favor that he didn't get
1: one 9565 is our telephone number. call us immediately if you have an answer to Joe's questions uh, and uh, he very much is happy that no witness Witnesses were called. I think witnesses should have been called. Of course, uh, we're split along the lines. Uh, well, they uh, that should have been echoes. called. They should
2: have been called by the House during that.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Get off my lawn. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is the open phone right now. Our text line is uh, lighting up with uh, texts from three individuals, so we'll read those on the air momentarily. Uh, those were messages that were sent to 70236, 70236. And you can email us at onthemark at wkok.com. Please send your message now. That new Super Bowl champion, as heard on WKOK last night, will be the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the San Francisco 49ers fought hard, but uh, got overrun with a fourth quarter.
2: Onslaught from the Chiefs. Bless all those good people from Kansas. (laughs) And Missouri, either way. Oh, Missouri, too? All right, if you say so. One of our emailers says, good morning, guys. I like what one of CNN's analysts said right after Friday's vote. He said, Trump won. Trump said, you're going to get tired of winning. I like winning. I'm not getting tired of winning. I love winning. Let's win Trump 2020. All right. Okay, then uh, the favor is Russia interfering in our elections. That's not the favor, but you know you're entitled to your opinion. Uh, another one of our texters says witnesses in the Clinton impeachment were also the ones called in the House. This time they wanted to call completely new witnesses in the Senate. Well, that would have been wrong. Why you don't you don't?
1: If you have a preliminary hearing, you don't call every single witness that you have. You wait until the trial, and then you summon all kinds of people. It wasn't a
2: preliminary hearing. It was an investigation into whether or not the president of the United States should be impeached. It was the assembling of information that either indicated he should be or he shouldn't be. It has
1: exactly the
2: same impact
1: as a preliminary hearing. You determine if a crime's been committed, and then you send the criminal complaint to the common police court, and they hear it. It's the same thing in an impeachment trial. You have an impeachment hearing in the House to determine if you have enough charges to stick, the so-called spaghetti, as your commentator called it, and obviously there's more than enough uh, spaghetti that sticks for this president, so you pick out two and you send them to the Senate, at which time a full and robust and opportune trial is held. They decided not to do so, but guess what? The whole thing was just political. The whole thing was a sham anyway. Have you, so. ever,
2: heard of, have you ever heard of a judge when after, let's say, this preliminary indictment that you talk about happens? Mm-hmm. I go in, I'm the attorney for the defendant, and I say, Your Honor, the prosecution has not met its burden of proof, I move that all charges against my client be dismissed, the judge says, yes, there are no hearings, there are no testimony. Well, if you haven't made your case, what does you don't to get do- to proceed. What that's the- what has to do with it. If you don't make your case, you don't get to proceed. Oh, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Joe, the judge didn't say that. The U.S. Supreme Court
1: uh, judge did not say no, that. No, the Senate said it. <laughs>
2: The, well, yeah, the and, and by
1: by doing the in a, in de facto right, but that's not the same as a judge. That's the jury making well, rendering the jury, a verdict. The
2: jury does render the verdict unless you ask for a uh, trial. Uh, by, I forget what they call it—a trial just by the judge making the decision whether you're guilty or not guilty. What do they call that? I've forgotten. What's that? Uh, a trial where a bench trial—that's what they call it—where okay. you just let the judge decide. All right, I'll uh, show now, you
1: the times. Maybe that'll help you a little. Uh, if you even need it. says
2: the favor was one for the country, not Trump personally, I, for one, want the corruption from the previous administration investigated and if found to be criminal, to be prosecuted. Didn't Nixon resign because of his campaign surrogate spying on a political opponent and him covering it up? I do believe Obama took took spying on political opponents to a whole new level, and every American should be concerned with that level of corruption. Oh, yeah, that is very true. Yeah, Angela then, Merkel.
1: Oops, oh, you're going to read another
2: no, one. No, I was going down here. We read... <laughs> would you Stop that. <laughs> All right. Uh, witnesses... Well, we read that one. What actions did Trump do that were improper? Do you mean the President of the United States can't ask a country that we have an anti-corruption treaty with within its ranks or to stop interference by foreign powers in the 2016 election? Why is... Um, why is this? Why is this? Okay. <laughs> you, you might have... Yeah. Might have missed something. Yeah, you know, you... No, you'd, read him out of order. Oh, I, mean, what, I see. Right, what actions did Trump do that were improper? Do you mean the President of the United States can't ask a country that we have anti, an anti-corruption treaty with to investigate corruption by former U.S. government employees, if not now when? The previous administration obviously didn't do anything about corruption within its ranks or to stop interference by foreign powers in the 2016 election. All right. And we'll let it go at that. Chris, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
7: Yeah, uh, it's not a sham impeachment at all. I mean, those are very he did very serious wrongdoing.
1: No argument there, but it was brought up on political grounds and was dismissed well, on political course, grounds. Of course, everything's
7: political. The defense was political, you know. So, I mean, the, the 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 what what is new is a refusal to look at evidence to find out what really happened, and that's what the Republicans voted for in the.
2: Oh come on, Chris! Uh, so the uh, the we don't evidence. want
7: to know what happened.
2: The evidence was already presented, Chris. We don't want to know any more Chris.
7: details because it might be worse <laughs> than we think.
2: The evidence was already presented. The House made its case.
7: The House made its case. They said it was, was overwhelming. Oh. However, we didn't get anything with the that the president actually directed. Now uh, Bolton actually has that. Apparently, he was told. By the president about it being uh, an exact change, like he's been lying about the whole time. Well,
2: then why, hasn't he, why hasn't he come forward? Why hasn't he come forward, Chris? Why hasn't he come forward?
7: Well, you'll have to ask him that. It's interesting. He said he had, he did come forward, and he said no, he didn't. Ago His, he, he did he not come forward. That, wait, wait, wait. He said very much th- that a month ago and he said he'd be willing to and uh, several months ago i think it was actually he said he'd be willing to testify in front of the senate right but he didn't say what he reason, he, didn't didn't say, he didn't say he didn't say what he would be House. willing
2: he did not say what he would be willing to testify to he did not come forward and say he had this information it was leaked by the people who were trying to clear his book he now is perfectly free to come forward and say i think the republicans made a terrible mistake they should have heard me out but he isn't saying that and hasn't said that.
7: Oh, well, he hasn't said it, but he has he has confirmed some of the details of what was said. And he certainly hasn't contradicted them.
2: Well, but I think if he really felt strongly and, about uh, it, he'd be so out there. there.
7: So there was an obvious fact witness and it, this goes back that Trump was doing this back in May and June. It didn't just. It wasn't. It was planned from the start. Well, let me which, ask uh, you. They, they, that, that sort of thing they couldn't get a handle on in the House because because of the because of the walk down on witnesses testify. Well, let
2: me ask you a serious question, Chris. Suppose the Republicans had said, we're going to hear from John Bolton. And John Bolton came in, raised his right hand, put it up in the air, and said, the president told me he, was, he wanted a quid pro quo uh, in this. And that's his, that's his testimony. How do you prove it? Why do you believe him and not the president? If the president says, I didn't tell him. That's just he said, he said. Because
7: Pol- Bolton is a Republican who uh, really doesn't have much of a reason to lie about it, and you could judge by looking at him, testify whether you felt that was uh, accurate, and also they could have gotten the the records that would probably confirm such information.
2: What records? Because
7: those have not been turned over either. The only and record would be the phone call. In the Senate. It would be a big, whole different thing if then they also refused to turn it over then.
2: The only record would be the phone call. The president already released a transcript of that yes. that he calls uh, a transcript. Don't
7: know, you don't know what the, what's in the documents. There's a lot of documents that would just confirm what was going on to confirm what the Bolton was saying.
2: But even so, if he did, the president did exactly what he was accused of doing, and exactly the way he was accused of doing it by the Democrats. Many of us still feel that's not an impeachable offense, and I didn't well, feel Bill Clinton was impeachable. Well, I
7: think Clinton you're just being hypocritical there, because uh, it, it certainly is.
2: So is Bill Clinton impeachable? He lied under oath.
7: He didn't. He didn't try to affect an election.
2: He lied by under by oath. He committed. He committed a crime. He committed a crime.
7: He committed a crime, and it wasn't related to the to his presidency.
2: <laughs> yes, and it was. Line, he did it in the Oval Office, for God's sakes. That's that where he was deposed. That wasn't to his presidency. That's where he committed the crime.
7: What, what crime?
2: <laughs> Having sex with Monica Lewinsky.
7: That wasn't a crime. What What the crime was lying under oath. That was the crime.
2: Well, do you think that disregarding or disrespecting the Oval Office was a bad thing to do? Yes. Well, I think what President Trump did, if he asked for a favor, was a bad thing to do. Wasn't impeachable, but a bad thing well, to do.
7: Why? Because it's a high crime. That's it's not a high, a high, cri- high crime. It's, no, it isn't. Look at, look at what the founders were saying: using foreign foreign influence in elections. That was uh, was one of the things they were upset about.
1: They had the words. We were about they had that. the words bribery that was, that added not, to the, They had the words not.
2: bribery added to the charge, but the Democrats didn't accuse him of bribery. Or extortion, they are, weren't in the articles of impeachment. Those are high crimes.
7: In the, in the charge that was, it was it was in, in, included in the within the charge itself.
1: All right, we got to wrap up. Go ahead, Chris, and we'll give you another word here. Last word.
7: Well, I, I think uh, the the refusal to get the details of the get the facts of the matter on record. I mean, he, he, oh, the president misbehaved. He did something that wasn't proper, but we don't want to know the details. That's just BS. Well, BS. it's political baloney. I call baloney.
1: BS on that <laughs> Political baloney. All right, thank you so much, Chris. Very glad that you're back on the line. Thank you so hey, much. and the,
7: the Super Bowl, I thought the halftime show was pretty good. One of the things I really liked about it is they kept the focus completely off the artificial crowds they have around the stage with uh, <laughs> uh, choreographed hand waving and all that Yeah, uh, I really like the fact that that was completely uh, out of TV range most of the time
1: Gotcha. and yeah. I
7: thought it was a pretty good show they the women put on and uh I like the Walmart's commercial, even though I don't particularly like Walmart, and I do shop <laughs> Same. there some. But uh,
1: all right, we gotta go. I gotta go. But, Thank you so much. Uh, it was, it Thank you so much. Good. Thank you so much. I am sorry to do. That. I gotta get going here. We'll be right back.
2: Alrighty. uh How about some techs? All right, one of our textors says, so Chris would be okay with the arrest of Obama and others in his administration for working with foreign governments trying to affect the 2016 election. Uh, another one says, I don't believe Trump's defense was ever given everything the Democrats had. My understanding is there was an 18th witness that they haven't released the transcripts from that witness. Chris, what was that major crime? Lay it all out. And doesn't the defense get discovery on everything the prosecution has before a normal trial? Isn't that the normal course of action in a prosecution? Mm -hmm. And Trump was bad and held military aid to Ukraine so Russia could attack and kill Ukrainians. My country should be very mad about this. And then Trump gets what he deserves. Nancy Pelosi don't need to work. She is 79. She held off impeachment as long as Trump was a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One of our local firefighters says, we allow strippers at our company as a fundraiser. Oh, really? So,
1: okay. But strippers are different than point. what you were describing. <laughs> All right, Dan, you're going to get the last word. you got one minute. Go right ahead.
8: Oh, wow. Well, Carter Page was used as an set to... to Get to the Trump headquarters, Trump campaign headquarters. Just filed a lawsuit against the DNC for using the FISA warrants illegally to spy. So this little onion is starting to unpeel. The real crooks are the DNC and the upper level of the Justice Department to spy on Trump headquarters. This is going to be bigger than Watergate ever was because of the corruption of the upper echelon of the Justice Department. So, Carter filed the lawsuit against the DNC. You know, they're using the, (coughs) the fake dossier to get dirt on Trump. So... This year will be very interesting.
1: Yep, the onion have will have be a pulled back.
8: Win. Good talking with you. That
1: yeah, there? that's that's a good analogy. The onion's going to be pulled back.
2: Tonight are the Iowa caucuses, tomorrow the State of the Union, and Wednesday the uh, acquittal of the president. So big week coming up. All right, and plus a big oyster dinner tomorrow night at Zion Turbotville. So. <laughs>
1: They have a very bad main speaker, so they're in that trouble. You, huh? <laughs> You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK, okay, Sunbury.